Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash morningstream today to get 10% off your first month. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Kerwin Fajardo, Dylan Sainsbury, and Doug Weedor. Coming up on TMS, one step closer to Parasite. Tick, tick, boom, boom. Heimlicher, not the Heimlicky. Mario ass Mario business. Making music in my Sue Sue studio. Keto people. People talk macros. One pump chump. The goodest dude. You got rap in my musical. Foot and two chat ponds. Pumpkin spice chai drink in the fall. So unique. That new burger smell. I picked up Spider-Man. Not that heavy. The blanketing. Ask your doctor if Hamilton is right for you. Board games with hockey-loving bastard Dan and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hello, I'm John Waters, and I'm supposed to announce there is no smoking in this theater, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of in my life. Hello. Hello. The Morning Stream. Sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. Who gives a damn? Good morning. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hello. 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 Uh, hello. Ooh, Brian. I'm, ba- I'm here. Do, yeah, go ahead. I do like the uh, when people take songs and they have repeating, just basically repeat the same lyric like they use... Uh, tools to extract the vocals and mm-hmm. uh there was a there was a smash mouth that just went somebody once told me somebody once told me somebody once told me yeah it's a great use of technology i think you know it is i think so yeah so yeah. it uh I'm a, I'm <laughs> if you use it use it for good just like that i agree it's great power responsibility all that stuff Oh, did you pick? Did you pick up Spider Man or no? What'd you end up? Doing? I did. I've been loving it. Yeah. Uh, when I get when I get a chance to play it, I've been loving it. I need to uh, grab that still. Yeah. I was on uh, the fence I, all weekend because I was like, oh, do I want that or Mario? I don't know. I only have time for one, and then I didn't pick either, and then I played something else, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I don't know what. Yeah, hey, I, I play a little Mario as well, and it is it is just your your straight up good Mario game. Like it's it's something that we haven't had. He's since uh, um, 
God, what was the last one? New Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, the one and the one that's on the Wii, uh, Switch is a port of the Wii U game anyway, so even that was sort of already a known quantity before we got it. So I think the last 2D, well, 2.5D uh, Mario that we got mm-hmm. would have been that, and it was on the mm-hmm. Wii U that we got it. Yeah. And the right. last 3D proper Mario was Odyssey, and it's been years now. That was like 2017, 2018. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. it's time. It's time for, you know, the old plumber to get his ass out there and get some shit done. Exactly. Yeah. We had whatever it was on um, mobile too, the app. Um, oh, that dumb thing. I hated that. Game. <laughs> yeah. I know that's for some people. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not even like um, the gameplay is not even a problem. I just, I'm like, well, this isn't how you play Mario. You don't just no, run. Exactly. Yeah. It's freaking it's, it's, weird. Yeah. It's temple run with Mario basically. Yeah. Not my favorite yeah. thing in the world, but uh, Hey, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk about uh, one of Brian's recommendations that I finally saw. Yeah. I saw tick, tick boom last night or yesterday. Yeah, uh, cool. That movie is great. Um, It's a little different than I expected, although I don't know why I expected different. It's about uh, a legendary life cut short. uh, uh, Jonathan Larson. Larson, yeah. Yeah. Who who created Rent. uh, Rent. Yeah, yeah, and I guess this Tick, Tick, Boom is also a play. Mm -hmm. Um, More autobiographical, but not fully autobiographical. No, No, it's got its... uh, it's got its uh, what, what do you call it? It's it's an liberties. adaptation. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right word because it wasn't like he was hiding anything. It's like, all right, I'm going to take some stuff from my life and put it into this, but not make it fully autobiographical. Yeah, and they and this so it's Andrew Garfield, and you know we, we talked about it on the recommendals where you recommended it, but it's uh, very good. And I didn't know, I don't know why, but in my head. I had dropped out the piece of information that was that Lynn Manuel Miranda directed it. Um, right. I didn't know that, but that's the perfect guy to have do it because this dude's, you know, he's basically a modern day version of these people, him and Sondheim and all these other guys. What a um, great combination, too, of like uh, Hamilton and Rent, Rentleton, Hamilrent, Hamilton, Hamilton. I'm my Hamilton is too high. <laughs> um, but yeah, ask your doctor if Hamilton is right for you. It's great. He was robbed of any. He should have gotten an Oscar, uh, uh, right? I mean, how blown Garfield. away by like, oh my god, he can sing and he sounds this good. Uh, and he's... He was really good, and it was an amazing all of it. It was just an incredible performance for him. And I'm usually I'm used to him being a little more subdued, yeah. and this was just a whole different view of him. It was really good. But I I realized about ten minutes into this thing that my wife would not like it. So I tested it mm. uh, because she Does hates she... show tunes. She hates oh, musicals. Really musicals. Not a musical person. Doesn't like that stuff. Although she did like Hamilton. So I thought, well, there's a chance. Oh, and I don't know what the difference was. I think cause Hamilton, Hamilton had, you know how it just kind of smashed genres. It was like, there's rap in this thing. And there's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, and, the, and they've taken it off in this black perspective and it's just a different enough thing that I think that appealed to her. But this, Usually it's like, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, of a, of a you know, Phantom of the Opera. You know, like that kind of it's shit. It's a little she's, bit not more operatic, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, she doesn't like that stuff. So uh, <laughs> pulled her in real quick on this one. And, yeah, and um, pulled her out. <laughs> yeah. And she heard, she got to the part where it was an early song. Um, trying to remember which which performance it was. But it was an early thing where they were all singing. 
And she went, yeah, I, I can't do this. <laughs> she walked well, out. Is it the one when they're all singing in the apartment or the one where they're all singing in the diner? Or I think the it was the, the party in the in the apartment. I think that was it. Oh, see, I love that because that's the 3090 and that's such a... Uh, that Of all the songs from the soundtrack, that's the one that I actually listened to more than listening to the full soundtrack. Yeah, but, it's really good. It's great. Yeah. I mean, but, but uh, it not, is definitely... No, it's just definitely square. It's squarely aimed at that... It's that... That um, if you like rent kind of thing, yeah, yeah. There's a very specific sound to it, which is this guy, right? I mean, he's yeah, he's the dude, and he died tragically of an aneurysm at 35. It's like too young, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, just as things were about to explode for him, too. It's like what 96 yeah. or something. This happened. Um, I really liked it. So, double recommendation now after a year of not seeing it. Uh, who knows? Uh, look, you guys, this is one step closer to Parasite. That's how you have to look at this. All right. <laughs> is it though? I, I mean, might be. It's closer only in the way that that um, if we're looking at a giant list of every movie ever created, anytime you cross one off that list, we get one closer to Parasite. <laughs> yeah, I mean one one of your recommendations closer, right? Because you yes, recommended. Okay. All right, you I'll recommended Parasite, yeah. and you recommended this. This is one more down. Uh. <laughs> I, I've yet to be super let down by a Brian recommendation. They've all been well, great. Well, so I, you, I have yeah. no doubt that I'll get to Parasite and go, oh, this was as good as he said. I'm so glad I finally saw it. But there's also God, part I hope of so because I worry that it's going to be um, a little bit of a letdown. Like it's going to be, oh, yeah, all right, Brian, it was okay. <laughs> well, it's not so much that we're at the stage that it's overhyped because I don't feel like you've overhyped it. All you've done is say, oh, you should see it. It's good. Yeah. And all I've done is say, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> right. So it's like, there's not like, it's not like every day we're going, Oh, that movie. Oh, blah, blah, blah. it's not like yeah, you've yeah, done yeah, that. So yeah. I think you're right. safe. I think I'm in it. I'm, I have full, I have full confidence that I'll watch it. And uh, the, 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 uh, uh, you know, the quality of it will uh, wash over joy. me. The joy will wash over you. Let's hope. I'm hoping like a nice warm bath, you know, it'll be fine. Yes. Good. So who knows when we'll get there? But anyway, uh, that's my big verdict on tick tick boom boom or tick tick boom. There's no double boom, only just, one boom. Just one boom. Yeah. Uh, it's a bomb reference. You'll get it when you watch the movie, and uh, it's very good. Really, really good. Highly, highly recommend. Also, I think Miranda ought to direct some more stuff. I think he's got chops for it. I agree. Did you ever see his um, like the West Side Story uh, remake from a couple of years ago? No, the Spielberg one. The um, yeah, yeah. Still haven't seen. I saw part of it on the ship on the cruise. Mm, okay. um, and then Kim got really motion sick while trying to watch it, so we we didn't because sure. it was really choppy that night. So we didn't finish it, but uh, so, so I saw bits of it. That 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 I fully intended to watch. So he's in, he's all up in that. Is he involved in that? He's involved in it. Um, uh, he what's the deal? He like co-wrote a couple of the new songs. Is that the deal? Mm. What was the deal? Oh no, you know what I'm thinking of is in the Heights. It oh. wasn't. Um, it wasn't West Side Story. It was in the Heights. Uh, yeah, yeah, all the stuff from the from West Side Story was in the original. I thought they had a new song or two, but oh, uh, no. In the Heights is like the 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 newest um, Lin Manuel thing besides uh, Tick Tick Boom, which sounds rentish a little bit. It's a little bit. It's basically it's like kind of square in between um, Tick Tick Boom and. Uh, uh, and Rent and Hamilton, like right in the middle of that. Mm. Way more rap, though. Mm. So if you if you uh, like the rap, then if Kim likes the rap, she might like In the Heights more than she liked uh, uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. I should say the only other, um, besides Hamilton, the only other musical she she really enjoyed was 
uh, Moulin Rouge. She really liked. Oh, really? Okay. But what about Little Shop of Horrors? What does she um, think? I don't think she's seen it. But okay. remember, neither have I. So oh, we, yeah. I've just never gotten around. We got to film sack that shit. Um. Uh. But what was I going to say about that? Uh. She. Oh, and I think I can again. Lynch the vinyl, if you like. Oh, look at that! To. Yeah, we got the vinyl there. You could swap yeah. that out for your one of your weekly vinyl displays. But I could right now. It's uh, Phil Collins. Hello, I must be going. Let's I like swap it. it out with Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I worry that I worry about him. I'm worried about him. He's older. He's looking <laughs> frail. I'm worried about Phil Collins. Everybody, I can feel yeah, it in the older, air tonight. You know, he's so old. He's an easy lover. So, <laughs> well, I hope he keeps making music in his studio. I'm sorry, studio. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Anyway, but I think the common thread here is Kim likes stuff with like different takes of music. She doesn't like the traditional stuff, but she's into all. Yeah, yeah. If it's show tuny, she's kind of out. But if it's like, oh, they took an old Elton John song and mashed it up with this other popular thing, and there's a little bit of Nirvana and like you know, Moulin Rouge just pushed all the buttons for her. So, yeah, and TV's Travis makes a very good point. Moulin Rouge isn't show tunes; it's a jukebox musical. It's kind of like um, moving out the the Billy Joel thing, mm-hmm. and uh, um, not really. I walk the line. What's another good example of that? Where uh, Rock of Ages, mm-hmm. uh, where it's basically, hey, we're singing songs, but they're mashups of songs you already know, and we've kind of built a little loose framework of story around it and bear kind of thing yeah. jersey boys yeah is another one. Oh, i never saw that was that good never saw it either yeah <laughs> but i know that's what it is that looked good it looked all yeah, right i'm sure it's really good uh okay quick note i want to make sure this is well known and so you'll probably hear me say it a couple of times before the end of the week but uh tanner has put together a discord frog pants horror movie night this friday uh, if anybody wants to come, they can come. This is all going to be on our Discord, which you can join for free at frogpants.com slash Discord if you're not already in there. And if you are in there, uh, you'll find the room. There's a there's a place where this is all happening. And here's the schedule. 5 p.m. Mountain on uh, Friday. The Empty Man. They begin with The Empty Man. The Empty Man. Yep. Then the full man, right? No, there's no mm, full man. There's the meal break, and then the full man. And then the uh, full man. Uh, then you got Sinister at 725. That sounds like fun. Ooh, I may have to tune yeah. in for that because I have not seen That's Sinister. That's the one with the... Uh the elongated face scream thing, right? Like, uh, I think that's in that. Oh, is it? I hate is that those. a nun? That's one of the nun ones. Uh, the part of the oh, a spin out of, the, of uh, summoning or summoning. What's it called? A haunting. Uh, <laughs> no, not the haunting. Um, the other one, the uh, the summoning the su- the Annabelle the Annabelle verse. What is wrong? Or am with I my thinking brain? something wrong? Am I thinking? The shit it's potatoes, the isn't it? Why am I thinking it's conjuring? The hunting? Shit, the conjuring. conjuring. That's it. Yep. Oh, oh we we need to be done with the blankening movies. Can we be done with all those? Because yeah, they're too damn confusing. I agree with you. Anyway, you got. Sure, the, I yeah. think that is a spin out. I could be wrong. Oh no no no! Sinister's not <laughs> spin that. Out. <laughs> spin out. Spin out. You know, it's spin the new out. spin off. I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, oh, Sinister is not. It's not. It's not uh, part of the nun. No, the it's nun the deal. it's okay. the phone guy. Um, uh, Ethan Hawks, the oh, bad guy, takes the kid. Gotcha. Okay, I have seen that. So, all right. So, anyway, that's one I'm of not, them. I've not seen that. That was really good. Nine twenty-five p.m. Hereditary. I've seen that four times now. Ooh, that game's scary as hell. Once that game. Yeah, that thing is just. Whew. Oh, I thought you said that game is scary. Did I say game? <laughs> you said that thing. Oh, I, I thought think... you said game, but maybe not. Well, I thought I said thing, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's a kind of a game. I'll give you that. 
Uh, and then sure. at 11.35 p.m., Barbarian, one of the uh, best movies of the last yeah. 10 years, I think. And yet last year's my favorite horror movie. It's fantastic. Uh, so uh, get get excited. You don't have to be there for the whole thing. Pop in and out. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's just a little yeah. community movie time. And uh, I don't. no one's doing any commentary over it. We're just watching movies. Uh, so show up when totally. you can. I can't even be there for the whole thing. I may pop in for some of this, but, you know, everyone's Friday's different. So uh, check that out. That is, again, starting at 5 p.m. on Friday, all the way up till uh, Barbarian at 11.35 p.m. Feels, time. feels like a missed opportunity to not throw The Exorcist in there just so that people can watch it before a film sack. But, uh, well, that's a great idea. Actually, it's not a bad yeah. idea at all. If there's, if there's anything you can slot in, Tanners, throw, uh, throw The Exorcist in there for people. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, also got a sugar-free recommendation from Eyeball Cindy. Yeah, um, nice of you to put that in there, but not actually put the recipe. What the hell? I know, right? Uh, here's what she wrote. She says, this is a text. She goes, hey, guys, it's Eyeball Cindy. Scott, you wanted a sugar-free version of the Starbucks pumpkin drinks. If you're, uh, sorry, if you guys like iced coffee, there is a sugar-free recipe for the pumpkin iced coffee. And then it wasn't in the text. Oh, she didn't actually include it? No. So I don't know if it just didn't oh. come through. I don't know. <laughs> It wasn't like an hey, attachment. Cindy. I don't hey, know what happened Cindy. there. She may have done totally fine, and, and the Google Voice line I use doesn't take her images or something. I don't know. I have no uh, idea. Oh, maybe she did a little scan or something. Totally um, could have been. Well, I sure hope she's, um, you know, has a little bit more quality assurance uh, when she's working on eyeballs than. Uh, yeah, I know, right? You got to make sure those eyes are okay. Let me go. Let me go double. I'll double check the mail just to make sure. Uh, it says here. Oh, no, that's weird. Hold on. Let's pull that up. Okay. I think maybe there's a chance. Yeah, no, it's blank. It's just blank. So I don't know what to tell you, Cindy, except uh, thank you for trying, I guess. Hey, Cleo. So it's all right. So there's this new uh, recipe, this new hot drink that's going all around that is like a super customized um, pumpkin spice chai drink. And let me scroll up to Randy's description of the drink from months ago. <laughs> oh, while you're doing that, I found it. Uh, it wasn't from oh, her, but I found it. Uh, I'll put it in here. Okay. Uh, so now it's in, you can see it. I'll put it up on the on the thing while you're looking that up. There you go, Chad. Oh, that's her yeah, recipe. I probably don't need to. Uh, iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte with oat milk, one pump of vanilla, and two pumps of two pumps of brown sugar is the the original uh, thousand uh, calorie recipe. Yes. So this one is, uh, so you can order it. You go uh, one, no vanilla syrup, two, three pumps of sugar-free vanilla syrup. <laughs> this is what you're telling the lady behind the counter. You're not, but you're not going to say the numbers because they'll get really confused. Yeah. Don't say, don't say, you don't order something and say no vanilla syrup. Yeah, that's true. You, you don't just, do that, do you? You just customize it and you don't say two, three pumps of sugar. You don't go, uh, Karen, no vanilla syrup. First off, stir three, first one off. Pump. Uh, so you get three pumps of sugar free vanilla syrup. You get one pump of pumpkin sauce, they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, pumpkin sauce. Splash of heavy cream, uh, pumpkin okay. spice topping, sugar free foam. And okay. it says make sure you ask for that sugar free vanilla in the cold uh, and the cold in the cold foam. Otherwise, the macros will not be the same. I think this is for keto people. The, oh, mac- the sure. macros, whatever. The macros. Yeah. The you cold- keto people in your whole different language. <laughs> yeah, they talk in a weird way. So the whole thing is 155 calories and only eight grams of net carbs. Oh, that's not bad for a hunt for a venti. Yeah, that's dude. 
pretty freaking incredible, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, that's it. I'm going to try this. Yeah. See, and see what I think. Three pumps, sugar-free vanilla syrup. But what's the line right before it? No uh, vanilla syrup. That so, one. That, so just <laughs> yeah, no vanilla syrup. Okay. But then three pumps of sugar-free vanilla syrup. Like yeah. just leave out the line that says no vanilla syrup and just say three pumps of yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll now. be. Maybe they'll be. I don't know. Maybe they're. Uh, what's the word? They're um, maybe the people at Starbucks just are so automatic with the sugary stuff. I think so. Well, if you say a pumpkin cream cold brew, they automatically think vanilla syrup here's the here's the way you do this use the app just use the starbucks app oh, you can yeah. tap the little buttons customize it then walk in pick up your drink and never even have to talk to a person so that's good let's do that yes. i'm doing that do that doing that today i ain't taking this list and reading it off like a weirdo in the drive up that'd be weird i want to order it ahead of time that's what i'm gonna do yeah uh let's see so um claire <laughs> they put an eye in Claire. Ha! Uh, she sent a photo of what she ordered there to get kind of the same thing. Um, one own cup. Oh, so because she brought her own cup and they put a sticker on it. Nice. One oat, so oat milk, van- one vanilla syrup, two brown sugar. Oh, this is really just the. She just sent us a photo of what the uh, what the Randy recipe is. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, we don't want that, Claire. We're trying to shave pounds and live longer. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we're here about. Um, also, yeah. check this out. Dave Podnar sent us something cool. <laughs> We're trying to sh- uh, shave off the pounds. Now let's eat some Funyuns. Yeah, let's eat some Funyuns <laughs> to make that up. You know. Oh, so, before I do, look what I got on Etsy, by the way. Oh, is that your fake your fake burger? I oh, got the fake look- burger. Look at this thing. So what is what is shredded all over the okay, top? Okay, so at the it? top, it's the lighting in here is bad, but it's supposed to be one of those buns that has that like crumble bake stuff on it i don't even i've had it before but i don't know what you call it oh really yeah okay it's a lot though right like there's a lot like why not just sesame seeds like it looks like the bun is fine why have all those i don't it know this, like, it's some kind of like pencil shavings or something. <laughs> it kind of does also this thing freaking stinks does it really like just plastic smell oh gosh worse than that i don't even know how i don't know what to compare it to it's like a I don't know what the, I don't know. I don't even have a word. I don't have a word for it. It's a new smell for me. It's a new smell. But look, they got Ugh. fake mayo in there and everything. I like the fake onions hanging out of the side. Yeah. Some lettuce. Lettuce. Yeah. And they got some cheese under there. And the bun's, <laughs> bun's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, this is like seven bucks is all on an Etsy store. And I was like, yeah, dude, make me That's a custom. as much as a burger at Red Robin. I know, right? The same, the same exact burger at Red Robin. Yeah, but I'd be pooping that out by noon. This I get to keep forever and never eat it. You get to keep it. forever. You can have your burger and, and never eat it, too. That's right. Um, yeah. Let, let us know how you mess with Van with that thing. Oh, hell Can't yeah, dude. I'm going to hand it to him, go take a big bite, and he's going to be like, what? And then he'll hate me forever. Anyway, Podnar, uh, Dave Podnar, that is, sent us uh-huh. spicy queso onion-flavored Funyun rings. And right, so yeah. yeah, what we had last time was the the potato chips that were Funyun-flavored. Now we're having the Funyuns that are queso-flavored. Yeah, and we're going to try these and see what we think of them. Where's my foodie thing? It's in here somewhere. Oh, uh, I'm not liking the smell don't of like, these. Don't like the smell? No no good no. smell? Why can't I find... Oh, jeez, hold on. Food. Ooh, they just smell dusty. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Uh-oh. Almost washed your food down. All right. <laughs> we'll use that today. Uh, all right, we're going to try them. I haven't opened Oh! Yeah, okay. There you know what go. smells... Let me tell you what smells worse than this rubber burger. This bag. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. It's really, it's, it's, uh, it's not good. 
All right, here we go. Got a Funyun. Oh, they taste good, though. Mm-hmm. As often is true on here when we do this, they smell bad but taste great. Not that they smell um, bad on the outside. Why do they have sugar in these at all? What's the point of that? I don't know. I think it holds shit together. I think that's why it's sugar's and everything. Total sugar is less than one gram. So yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, those aren't bad. I like them. They're not bad. I'll be, They're nice I'll be and spicy, these. though. Look, nice little um, little kick on, the end. on that thing. Yeah. yeah, I like it. That's good stuff. So Dave Podnar, uh, A, thank you. B, uh, also uh, very nice of him to send like some of this jewelry his wife yes. makes. And he sent the re- the nicest thing to Kim about um, her sister and stuff. It was just really sweet. Oh, very cool. So thank yeah. you for that. Uh, you're a good dude. You've been a good dude for a long time, but this makes you a gooder dude. You, you continue to be a good dude. Yeah. Of all the dudes... You're the goodest. All the young dudes. Yeah, all the young, all the young dudes, all the young dudes. Uh, <laughs> that's that great that great Beyonce cover of Mop the Hoople. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. That's a <laughs> that's not really a cover, is it? That song a cover? No, no, oh, no. Oh shit. No. Uh, well, actually, Mop the Hoople's "All the Young Dudes" technically is a cover because David Bowie. So Mop the Hoople, the struggling glam band just weren't able to uh, to get a hit um the lead singer i think was friends or knew david bowie david bowie says i have two songs i can give you your choice uh young americans or all the young dudes and uh uh said oh we'll take all the young dudes and it was a big hit for them and then young americans was a big hit for uh, bowie oh wow so mott is it mott the duple what is it mott mott the hoople hoople Okay, that's a very weird name. All right, because whenever you say something's a cover, I automatically believe it now because yeah, well, you're almost always right. Because I'm an authority on that. Right. So So when you say that Beyonce covered all the single ladies, my my immediate thought is, well, of course she did because this is always true. (laughs) People are always covering each other, and then you get full credit for it, man. Right, exactly. Well, it's you, it's you know, if you make it your own, if you make it a a really incredible cover, uh, especially of a lesser known obscure song, then yours becomes the you know de facto uh, uh, starting point for other people's uh, discoveries of that song, right? So that's it's, true. Yeah. You know, respect by Aretha Franklin cover because you know nobody really remembers the Otis Redding version, and she just she added so much to it. See, again, I didn't know that. How do I not know yeah. these things? They just don't she, tell you, you know. Yeah, they don't. They don't tell you in school. There's a. There's a. You know. Unfortunately, my my syllabus syllabus for uh, the this is a cover. Bet you didn't know this was a cover class. Never never gets approved for uh, high schools around the country. No. Well, that just tells you where our education system is right now, Brian. Mm-hmm. It's not it good. Does, exactly. We're yes. underfunded. We're under. We're understaffed. And Brian's Brian's list never makes it to the front of the class. <laughs> never, never makes it. I didn't mean to rhyme that. Um, all right, we are going to uh, um, go do some news now. Oh, um, what's that song by? Um, oh, something in the sky till I die. Spirit in the sky. Spirit Northern in the sky. Bomb. Yeah, yeah, that's a cover, right? The '80s one we all think of is a cover. The '80s of- one by Doctor and the Medics is a cover. Gotcha. It's the original is Norman Greenbaum and. Um, they really didn't change a whole lot between the versions, so no. you could hear the you could hear the Norman Greenbaum version and say, "I think I'm listening to the 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 version from the '80s and not know it." And vice they versa. just made so. it so popular in like this these dance places I was going at that age. 
Um, oh, yeah. That everybody thought, oh, this is the hot new business. <laughs> and then I found That's out funny. I found out on MTV or somewhere later that it was a cover. And I went, is this a thing people do all the time? And sure enough, mm-hmm. even all these years later, hell yeah, yeah. it is. Low, low these many years later. <laughs> yeah. These many, many 365-day rotations later. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to some news. We got to break some news today. Not really. There's nothing breaking here. Uh, yeah, it's, this it's, all, just it's all exciting. Let's do it anyway. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Kimchi Dogs. So here's what Scott's doing. Yeah. Scott, I got an air fryer. See, so we talked about that before. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, and I've been using it like crazy. And let me tell you something. Yeah. I thought I'd had decent toast in my life. <laughs> the best toast I've ever had has come out of this air fryer. Oh, really? Oh my you gosh! Know, I think it's good. To, I think it's good toast because you and I have the same one. You have the same Cuisinart one that's like a a countertop model. It it does it does. It's a toaster oven and air fryer and broiler and all that stuff. Yeah, right? and it looks like a. Um, it's all like silver. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comes with the three trays. Take two of them out when yes. you're doing the air one. Yeah, I think we have the exact same one. Same and one, they have yeah. a setting for toast where you can say, I want it to How be between one and ten dark, and I want uh-huh. it to whatever, two or three pieces. Yeah. And that stuff what's your, comes what's out your of number? What's your number you're putting it on? Uh, if, it's a, if it's a piece of sourdough, see, I've even gotten it down to a couple of bits of science oh, here. Look at that. If it's yeah. a piece of sourdough, five. Okay. If it's All something right. a little more processed like a hot dog bun, which is, gets mm-hmm. me to my kimchi dog thing. I uh, put that on a three because those tend to, to cook quicker because uh, they're junk. I mean, it's junk food, right? Yeah, right. Um, and uh, so that's what I did with this hot dog bun. And man, you pull that out, you Ooh. slap. And the hot dog I just do in the microwave for a minute and a half. They're beef dogs sure. from the, uh, sure. what's the one? Totally that, fine. What's the Jewish one? Uh, uh, co- uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Kosher. Uh, 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 it's like a... Schleitman's. No, it's called like uh, her, her, Hermits, her, Hermans, shit, whatever it is. Yeah. Hebrew National, that's it. Well, Hebrew National, right. It's not Hermans <laughs> at all. Hermans. Hermans. No, Hebrew National. They're amazing hot dogs. And um, these are all beef. So anyway, I fire that up in the hot the thing. I time it right so that's coming out of the microwave nice and hot and ready to rock at the exact same time the bun's done. <laughs> I put the bun down, put the hot dog in, little mustard on each side. Right, uh, cut up some pickles, small pickles, wedge those in, and then I top it with uh, the it's the kimchi you get at Walmart. Doesn't matter what kind, or not Walmart, um, Costco. Costco. That stuff's really good. Uh, but if you homemade, doesn't matter wherever you get your kimchi, you get it, and then you just kind of wedge it all in there, make a little thing. I put a picture up on Instagram. Mmm, I'm telling you, dude. I saw that photo you put up on uh, the socials, and it's a uh, it's, it's really a gorgeous good. looking meal it's right very there. good very good. now you're not counting that though as your your um uh your wendy homework right that no. is not that does not count as cooking something uh above and beyond no but but thank you for the <laughs> reminder waving a beef dog and, i appreciate uh, the reminder because i am behind on my homework i gotta get that done in the next day yeah. You and me both. You and me both. Because I need to read something that I normally wouldn't read, which means I can't just pick up the 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 next unread Chuck Palahniuk novel that I haven't read yet. I have to read something like Eat, Pray, Love or Girl with the Powdered Earring or whatever. Yeah, whatever the latest one. <laughs> the girl who 
played with the, her earring. What is it? The, the dragon with a girl tattoo. I like that. The, the dragon with a girl earring. That's yeah, it. Right that's there. it. Nailed it. Um, boy, those Swedes with their weird books. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, so we are uh, we got homework. We got I'm glad you brought that up. But if you're looking for a quick kimchi dog and you've got the perfect toasting device. Mm. That's a good. That's, I'll have to try that with the hot dog bun. Um, it's fantastic. A little dude. butter on there, did you say? Or uh, a, little, no, a little bit. Just um, I, I yeah. did put some on there just to keep it from getting all dried out. But Dry. uh, yeah. Uh, what else did I put in there? That was it, I guess. No ketchup on this. This this is all a savory kind of soury kind of take, you know, that you mm-hmm. do with the the kimchi and the mustard and the pickles and stuff. So you, know, I, I think ketchup would add sweetness to it that I don't want. Uh, so mm. I didn't do that. Yeah. No. But no. it's not fancy or anything. But I've done like three of them in three days. <laughs> it's your new go-to. They're so good. It sounds amazing. Wait till you try making a dogarito in the microwave. Oh my lord! <laughs> Maybe I'll figure out the air fryer for that. I don't know. I mean, not microwave. Uh, yeah, the air fryer is what I meant. What if I used? Uh, so wait, could I put a flour? I could do flour tortilla wrapped things in there, and they would toast. You totally up could. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'll think. You'd almost be better off uh, using a um, Pillsbury un- unroll biscuit dough mm. kind of thing mm. you know and wrap that around the dog and then uh, put that in the air fryer and boom that would work bob's your uncle oh, oh yeah. that's like a monstrous sized pig in a blanket you know it is that's exactly what it is yeah because when we got those when we were younger those were tiny little wieners they weren't anything yeah yeah no put around put it around <laughs> wrap that around your beef dog <laughs> yeah wrap it around your beef dog and go to town air fry it <laughs> that's awesome all right here's your news for the week or the day rather because we'll be back tomorrow with more uh michigan state has apologized for displaying a picture of adolf hitler at the video board of the football game there this was this was a thing i saw this somewhere else as well it was kind of a big big whoop for a minute uh michigan state university msu for those who are fans (laughs) yes uh has suspended an employee and apologized for displaying a picture of adolf hitler on the video board during a trivia quiz before the school's football game against in-state rivals the university of michigan on saturday uh, U of M is what you would say there. Sure. Uh, photos began circulating on social media before kick uh, before kickoff of Hitler on the video board at Spartan Stadium with a trivia question asking where he was born. Uh, quote: MSU is aware the appropriate con- inappropriate content by a third party source was displayed on the video board prior to the start of the game. I uh, went on to say in the statement, "We are deeply sorry for the content that was displayed, and this is not representative of our institutional values." Okay, I have a question about this. Yeah. Yeah. If your trivia question is, when was Hitler born? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide why an image of him is a problem. Like I, images of him are a problem in general. You mean are you right? saying? Are you saying you know if it's just relevant to the question, why yes. is it a problem? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because because <sighs> relevance to the question like is just like oh well here's I mean you could say Hitler without showing a picture of him. Right? You could. I just think the timing of it with what's going on in Israel is, you know, uh, uh, is 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 just bad optics right now. I think. Yeah, this is probably the worst time to have Hitler stuff, if I yeah. had to guess. Yeah. Um, but even also, if you're going to do a trivia thing, maybe you just don't have the Hitler question in there. I mean, you can yeah, have it maybe. I guess if you exactly. want to, or or do this if it's a bar trivia. I feel like none of this is a problem for some reason. Like you just, hmm. when was Hitler born? Oh, oh shit. Uh, we'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. And, you know. I, and, and in the same, like if I go to bar trivia and the, and the question about Hitler comes up, they're, they're probably not going to have his picture up on the screen. It'll just be, you know, um, what kind of, 
what kind of car? What was the model of car that Hitler was most often seen uh, driving in photos? That sort of thing. And then maybe after that, they'll show a photo of it. I think Hitler is, in history probably has the most um, staying power as a too soon icon. What I mean by that is this. If you show Genghis Khan, a, fo- a, a picture, a painting of Genghis Khan, because there were no photos then, and you put it up yeah. on screen at the baseball mm-hmm. game and you say, or whatever if this was, was it football? It's football. Mm-hmm. And you say, when was Genghis Khan born? Nobody gives a shit. We all just put mm-hmm. it off, even though that guy is responsible for millions of deaths. Yeah. Uh, a horrible dictator type dude. And there's lots of those, right? And you could just keep pulling him up. But Hitler, I feel like Hitler will never not be too soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? You won't, you're right. Exactly. There was, you know, it was so devastating of what he did that uh, uh, we're never going to look at a picture of him and say, all right, I feel like I can finally see a picture of Hitler now and yeah. not feel <laughs> tremendous yeah. sadness and anger. And Yeah. That's yeah. like the only, it's, it's just about, I was thinking about this because they found a mummy, a, a new mummy. <laughs> um where the person who died, a brand new fresh mummy, fresh mummy, brand new mummified corpse was found, and 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 they were all just gathered around it and poking at it and doing all this stuff, and I'm fascinated by that stuff, stuff, and I think anthropology is interesting and all of that, but it got me thinking, if this person was freshly dead, none of you are going to go near this thing, but because it's <laughs> hundreds of years old, it's it's awesome to see it, it's cool, yeah. like even yeah. I, yeah. if you said to me, hey Scott, it's legal for you to have this uh, the skull of someone who died in the 1600s, and mm-hmm. we just have an old skull laying around, but I don't think it's legal, mm-hmm. but if it was. You could just have this skull on your desk and say, yes, that was from the 1600s. That was probably a plague victim or something. That's right. a cool symbol. But if you put the head, the skeletal head of a guy who died a year ago, that's yeah. effing weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time's funny, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a non-human example, like like saying, hey, look at this stamp I just got to the post office versus look at this stamp I got from the... You know, from the 1800s, the first Pony Express, our first post Pony Express stamp, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing we do as humans. Yeah. And it's fine. You know, I mean, I understand. Look, if I was the university and this happened at this particular moment in time where everybody's all over the freaking place about Israel and Palestine mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get why this would just feel like, whoa, read the room, dude. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the wrong time to have this question up. You know, you could ask about Hitler uh, uh, five years ago, no problem. And and, uh, and hopefully when things um, get resolved and get better uh, in the Middle East, we can, we can come back to this Hitler uh, question, but maybe just not right now. Right, maybe now's not the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think acknowledging Hitler existed and he did terrible things, I don't think we should be avoiding that. You know, oh, and, gosh, maybe, no. and maybe by telling them to pull that down and fire the guy is a form of saying that. I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. thing that I got thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I will now not think about it anymore as I move on to our next <laughs> news story. Our next news story is this. A man was arrested for faking a heart attack 20 times at a restaurant to avoid paying the bill. Not- <laughs> well, 20 times at restaurants. Like he didn't try doing this all uh, over and over at the same restaurant. He went to a different restaurant. That would be great, though. Like, that would be great. He's at a Shoney's, yeah. and he's just this is this is very similar. Speaking of Chuck Palahniuk books, this is very similar to the plot of the uh, uh, of the book and movie Choke. Another, oh, another great Sam Rockwell performance. But basically, Sam Rockwell would fake choking in a restaurant, 
and then the person who comes over and performs the Heimlich on him and quote-unquote saves his life um, would feel so indebted to him that he'd keep getting money and presents and stuff like that every year on his birthday from that person. Oh, wow. Wait, so that person wasn't in on it then? That were part of the ruse? Okay. No, the, the, the... the Heimlicher versus the Heimlicky. <laughs> the Heimlicky. <laughs> the Heimlicky. <laughs> you guys, there's a title in there somewhere. You got to go make that there right now. Go work that, all that. I gave you. I gave you all the ingredients. It's time for you now to make a cake out of that. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know choke was about actually choking. I don't know why I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Never saw it. So it was originally called Choke Club, and then he said, ah, "I don't want to get typecast." Yeah, and plus, you know, you can't talk about Choke Club. You can't talk about that. Choke Club. Yeah. Um, is that a good movie? Should I put that on some sort it's of list? It's an okay movie. It's a great book, and it's a pretty good movie. But right. it's a great Sam Rockwell performance. Well, he's there, always there, good. There are no bad Sam Rockwell performances. That is actually true. Even his worst films, he's not the yeah. problem ever. No. Yeah. I agree with that. Anyway, so this guy did this. He's 50 years old. He's from Lithuania. Not Lithuania. It's a very different place. (laughs) Was arrested in Spain after alleging fake heart attacks at several restaurants in order to avoid paying the bill. The man who was identified as Adidas J. Sadly, it's only Adidas. There's only one D in there, but I really wanted you to say Adidas. The word sadly is the appropriate here. It looks looks so close to Adidas that when you glance at it, it absolutely looks like Adidas. And I want him to be that. I want him to be Adidas. (laughs) My Adidas. (laughs) My Adidas J. Uh, But has become become known locally as Gastrojeta. Gastrojeta. Is a jeta is what you'd say? Probably? Gastrojeta, because it's in Spain. That makes sense. He tried to scam at least 20 times over the past uh, year at different restaurants near Alcante. Alcante. Sure. Alicante. According to the Spanish newspaper El País and Spain's EFE news agency. Uh, Most recently, the man ordered a seafood uh, paella and two whiskeys at the El Buen Comer restaurant uh, Tapiera. Tapera? Tapera? Tapiera? Tapiera. Tapiera. Last September and had a bill of 34.85 euros. That's about 36 US. Uh, The man attempted to leave without paying, but the restaurant stopped him halfway, noted how he still needed to pay the bill. Uh, The scammer became visibly upset and said he was going to get the money from his hotel room. When staff refused to let him leave without paying, the man dramatically threw himself on the ground and pretended to have a heart attack. <laughs> it was, in a, was it a heart attack or just a tantrum? Like, threw himself on the ground. I know, you sound go, like a baby. Go, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. <laughs> have, you ever, um, have you ever seen anybody choke or, or have a medical emergency in a restaurant? Ooh, no, I don't think I have, actually. I think we've both been on yeah. planes where something was going down, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they turn the lights on and ask if there's a doctor in the on the plane. Yeah. But uh, we were sitting behind the person and uh, could only see the back of their seat and the the um, flight attendants talking to them. So never saw. Uh, never saw it. Uh, Chris in the chat room says, "Show a photo of this guy. It's awesome. We need to see." A photo oh, let's of this take guy. a look here. Also, Larry Kenobi says he should have done it at the Heart Attack Grill in Vegas. I agree. Yes, exactly. Then you definitely don't pay. If you have a heart attack, your meal is free. But yeah. but they have uh, women in fake nurse outfits to confirm that you're actually having a heart attack. I do love that this article from Fox TV U2. Uh, Some local news. Yeah. The first photo is paella. Yeah. <laughs> this is a picture. This is a picture of paella. Not the paella that he ate and well, not the dude. Where is the dude? Uh... 
I don't see a photo of the dude. Uh, oh, here we go. Icor maybe found one. Let's see if this is a photo of the dude. There it is right there. Uh, I'll give you a copy. Yeah, please do. I don't see the dude. I want to see the dude. I hope, it, I hope there's a better picture of the dude than this one that Icor just sent. This is as close as we're going to get, maybe. Oh, that, yeah. oh, this is the dude? Is this him on the, the floor dude. going, oh. That's him on the floor having his little tantrum. I'll get you, daredevil. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. No kidding. This is like Where's King, my white suit? <laughs> Kingpin Jr. here. Oh, there's a br- bigger picture of his face down, down on the Daily Live. A little bit post. lower, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's tons of these. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck to him in the future, because I don't know how you keep doing that after you've been busted so hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done. Might have to might have to figure out a new shtick. Yeah, your your uh, your heart attack has been played, sir. You need. Yeah, I did. Wit- so I witnessed somebody doing the Heimlich, but it was in high school at the cafeteria, and it was a kid who had some condition where it was hard to swallow. Oh, really? And so, okay. yeah, he was. A, I don't know what he had. It was something. It was the kind of person that you would give that thick and liquid to. That the you thick hate and so liquid. Much. I was just yeah. going to say that. Yeah, thick and liquid contender. He was a really cool kid, but he had something was wrong. It was like ALS, but but not. It, it oh, wasn't. Man. It didn't have the same death sentence, but it was like it was kind of a some lifelong thing. Anyway, he he choked, and I and some kid did it who knew, who remembered it from like his CPR training or something. I think he was like a. Uh, what do you call those lifeguards? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. The lifeguard turned over there, did it. He was a hero for a while. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then that guy uh, went to another school, and then we were all Aww. like, "Oh, there Aww. goes, there goes my hero." Watch him as he oh. goes. <laughs> okay, that was a that was a way to a ways to go, but it it it, it was paid off. it took me yeah. a minute, and also the Foo yeah. Fighters weren't even a band when this happened. But. <laughs> Or excuse me, Foo Fighters, not the. We gotta not get the, this straight. Not the. Yeah. Uh, here's right. a fun one. I don't know what to make of this, so I'm just gonna read it. All right. So take this, yeah, everybody. Please. Take it for what it is. Amazon lets its drivers' urine be sold as an energy drink. Wait, this what? Feels like I had to look and see where this came from because this really felt like a, a the Onion article. It did. It's the it's Wired though. Wired.com. Yeah. And I and I I did the same. I was like, we need to make sure this isn't bullshit. Yeah. Here's what the rest one. of the article says because it will make sense. The drink had all the hallmarks of a beverage sensation: striking design, bold font, and the punchy name "Release." <laughs> I don't like that. But inside, each bottle was filled with urine, uh, allegedly discarded by Amazon delivery drivers and collected from plastic bottles on the side of the road. That didn't stop Amazon from listing it for sale. Uh, release the, the the drink called release even attained number one bestseller status in the bitter lemon category that makes one die that makes one to die it that. feels like it's it's so gaming the system like uh justin and brian used to do with their oh with big, their, time. Uh, big time f- fanfic books yeah. i heard uh, somebody told me yesterday that justin shaved for dtns just well not for dtns but he was on dtns and he'd shaved his mm-hmm. beard Mm-hmm. Um, so I went over there real quick just to check it out. Uh, he looks like a thumb without his beard. So I'm never, cut, <laughs> I'm never going to shave my beard again. Going to keep it forever. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to look like a thumb. I'm Can't do it. it. Can't do it. The um, I had to look at the uh, you know the photo of this thing. Um, clicking yeah. on that uh, that link, and uh, uh, it's good to see uh, Charlie Bucket uh, fresh from working in the uh, the, the the chocolate factory. <laughs> Uh, holding a bottle of this 
just energy drink urine. Look at that kid. <laughs> He's weird looking. He is weird looking, right? He's yeah. weird looking. I don't know, man. Something's up with that face. <laughs> I mean, no offense. It's just weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So he really did this and listed it. It's a he's a journalist, a presenter, and a renowned puller of stunts, which is awfully close to prankster. And I don't like the term. Pr- I hate prankers. I hate them. No. And now I now I like this guy even less because I'm guessing that's who this photo is. Is this? Uh, oh, that's totally him. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Butler dude says Uba, he's probably says he's Uba mo- Butler. Is that really his name? Yeah. It makes you want to die a little bit inside. Uh, it says here he is probably most famous for turning his shed into a London garden or his shed in his London garden into a number one ranked restaurant on TripAdvisor. So, yeah, he just does. He's just hacking the system is what yeah. he does. Great American oh. heist begins with him uh, infiltrating an Amazon distribution center in Coventry with a hidden camera. This is all in Europe and speaking to Europe uh, or workers who complain of foot and back pain, potentially dangerous working conditions and near consistent surveillance or constant surveillance. Butler spends his first day unloading a baking hot truck with no working fan or air conditioning. And it's full of pee in bottles. So, um, and it worked. You know, I, I don't think I've I've ever seen a more punchable face than that one right there. Like that is a that is a face right there that just screams punch me. <laughs> see him down at the end here with the these two kids. I don't know if they're his kids, but oh, let's see. Uh, I, he's doing something. Uh, all weather block bait with his knives. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know well, what the that, kids are adorable. He. Yeah, the kids are cute if they're his. He's I hope got, they're his. He's got Pete Davidson uh, uh, wake and bake eyes, unfortunately. Oh, those are his nieces, it looks like. Okay. Oh, and there's a whole other story about other dark shit he's done. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to get this guy anymore. Yeah. Any more pimpage. Uh, well, anyway, if you see a bottle of hot yellow liquid, maybe don't drink it is all I'm going to say at the end of that. Exactly, yeah. Uh, final story, a Muncie woman, Muncie, Indiana. Muncie woman. Yeah, Muncie woman. She's a what's Muncie her, girl. What's her power, Brian? What, what's Muncie woman's power? Well, she's able to help uh, promote and market this uh, extruded circle, you know, for kids. Excelsior. Oh, man, what a power that is. It's a deep cut for, for like four of you that got the reference. Yep. Uh, let us know right in let us know which four of you are out there uh, Muncie woman stole a car from a dealership and she used it to drive to exotic dancer interview in Indianapolis job she was trying to get according to nice. court docs so stole the car to go to her interview police yes. claim this woman didn't know what the big deal was about stealing a Kia from a car dealership in order to allow her to drive to Indianapolis for a job interview to be an exotic dancer just can't imagine what's wrong with that <laughs> I'm your private dancer. I just stole this Kia. <laughs> what do else what you, you want me to do? do? I'm your private dancer. Now back to my sportage. <laughs> and any old music will do. <laughs> There's a upcoming film sack uh <laughs> brian song in there I know. exactly if only i wrote songs for individual news stories not gonna do that well in this court document set uh 20 year old cassia shelton acted like this whole thing was a joke and did not understand what she was going to be arrested for after police tackled her down tracked her down rather and questioned her about her stolen car police learned uh of the theft in 2013 of the 2013 kia optima also oh, even she even stole an old car um, oh, wow. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. 10-year-old Nokia Optima. Um, maybe she thought, well, whatever. 
Uh, now, welcome to the main stage, Cassia Shelton, who will be dancing to Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. Yep. And then, funny enough, sometimes when I copy a story out for our notes, it yeah. copies like the headline for another thing that's linked embedded in there somewhere right, and right, I miss yeah. it. This one's amazing because at the end of uh, the car, it was stolen. The very next sentence is Richmond woman faked heart attack, hid drugs in privates court docs reveal. <laughs> Holy crap. I grabbed the wrong article. I want that one. Where's that? Uh, did it put that? Oh, there it is right there. It was jammed up into the next, uh, the previous paragraph. Yeah. So it looked like it was part of it. Yeah. Wow. And on the page itself, it was probably nicely CSS in there, you know, it was probably just fine, but right. I copied out. Well, we got to introduce a uh, Richmond woman to a Lithuanian man and they can, Best they can friends. go uh, have heart attacks and take drugs together. That's right. She goes, all right, you ready? We're going to have a heart attack at this restaurant. Let's go into the Taco Bell. Have you got the heroin in your vagina? Cause we need that too. Are we good? Okay, go. <laughs> Um, anyway, this all got worked out and she's in trouble now. Uh, that's the end of today's news. Uh, we're glad to have informed you. Now we will entertain you with a song selection at the middle of the show from Brian Ibbett. Oh, excellent. Claire, your, your title should be, uh, Grand Theft Auto Private Dancer. That's pretty good. That's what it should be right there. It's pretty good. Uh, and I'll promise never to do any more Elton John because (laughs) he's out of my range. Uh, hey, let's go to the East Coast for some punk rock. This is a band uh, called Calling Hours, not Visiting Hours, but nah, just I'm not making the effort. Calling Hours uh, features members of the bands Farside and Don't Sleep. They have a brand new single called Gin Perry. I don't know if that's a drink, but by golly, I want one right now. I really don't. Sure. Uh, Gin Perry, here is the band Calling Hours. <laughs> Yes. 
y'all this episode is brought to you by better help therapy online hey for 10 percent off your first month go to betterhelp.com slash morning stream you ever had a time in your life where your brain just would like get in the way of all your good things you were working on i feel like this has been true of me lately you know we had a funeral in our family and i had a way of really just bringing everything down and i felt like my own head would just not get out of my own way kind of like you know what you should do what's good for you at the time, but you just can't bring yourself to do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work on yourself instead of against yourself. It seems really important to all of us. And look, whether, whether or not you've been in therapy before, it doesn't matter. These benefits are broad and awesome. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries for yourself. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, even in, in darker times. Isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma and that sort of thing. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your very busy schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash morningstream today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash morning stream dogs of the ams time they made a move it's been a while hasn't it my friends from the ams it's me goldman everything's set all we need to do is wait <laughs> why would i go anywhere near your dirty pigs And we're back. Brian, who was that again? Yeah, it's a brand new track from the band Calling Hours. Their uh, new album is called Say Less. Uh, it's going to be the debut album. comes out November 10th. That is the first single from Calling Hours called Gin Perry. Write it down. Don't forget it. Go check it out and get it. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, phase <laughs> phase two Del Boca Vista here. We're going to call Dan. All right. Dan has shingles, so... Uh, oh he, no! Does he really? Yeah. So he can tell us. <laughs> Did he not get the vaccine? I mean, I guess he just missed it. Um, he's not quite. I don't think he's fifty yet. So Shoot. that's usually when they tell you to do it. So it's a little bit of a bummer. He'll explain oh, though. We'll hear guy. all about it and find out if it's as uh, bad as it sounds. I know the vaccine sucked. That was a pain in my ass. So uh, 
In fact, I feel like I haven't completely entirely gotten over that oh, second God. one. Really? Does there still parts of me that are like a little sensitive, like physically, that it never was like that until I got that second one? And Jeez, he, he can probably help us understand all that, but let's play his intro. Here's a tangent for you. Be careful, may cause drowsiness. Well, 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 if it isn't Dan Patrice joining us as he does on the monthly to talk about not just board games, but sometimes medical stuff. Mm. That's right. Greetings programs. And hey, uh, yes, I am not old enough to get the shingles vaccine yet. And they wouldn't even get it to me if I asked them for it. Yeah, they won't let right. you uh, pre 50, right? I don't think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you you can get it from 19 on if you have pre-existing conditions and immunocompromised. Yeah. And uh, I'm just a regular old dude. Yeah. He's got nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God, knock on wood, nothing else. Just a on. just a hockey loving uh, bastard who has way too many, <laughs> way too many board games in his house. That's just who you are. Wooden, wooden stuff around a table uh, a lot of times. Well, and so just for those who may be tuning in for the first time or don't know this, Dan is a uh, he's a he's a professional in the pharmacy world and knows a lot about these drugs and you know vaccines and all this sort of stuff. Um, I thought yep, I'm a, a, a doctor of pharmacy who is. Uh, Actually, uh, a certified vaccinator as well. Oh, I didn't. I could, dude, next year I want to come to your. Well, I'll fly out there in the fall, and you can just shoot me up. You want to do that? Yeah, no problem. I would love to have Dan give me my shots. That'd be amazing. I'm actually really. I've you know thousands and thousands of shots, and uh, surprisingly enough, if you do it the right way, it does keep the some of the initial pain down. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens later is not anything we can do about it. But you know, sometimes if uh, if their people are given thousand shots at a time, it's a little hard to just you're going jab 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 everywhere, mm. and it's it's hard to 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 keep all the pain down for people. But there is definitely there's you, you develop a, a technique, and there is it is an art form for sure. You ever have anybody go in there and go? And you say, okay, you want your left arm or your right arm? And they say, I'd like it in my bottom. <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised that people would say stuff like that. So one of the funniest things that ever happened, we had to go to, uh, I guess it's funny and sad at the same time. So uh, I'm I'm not making fun of old people, but I'm I'm going to make fun of this situation as a whole. Because this <laughs> is kind of what happens with, with, with people that are kind of a little, I'm needle-phobic too, but right. this is an extreme one. We were going to give uh, flu shots to an, uh, a rest home. Mm. And, uh, you know, like most clinics, you go to the places and they just kind of parade people in there. This poor little old lady, uh, her her skin was like paper thin, like a lot of old people. She didn't have a whole lot of muscle to work with. Yeah. But um, it was kind of almost reminiscent of, and this is what happens when you get old, kind of like your faculties are all over the place. And you're reminiscent of, of a child in some ways uh, when you're not all there. So as I was getting the needle kind of close to the skin, she would scream like I was killing her. And I'm like, I haven't even done anything yet. And then I would pull it back, and she would stop screaming. It was almost like a dog or or, or, or a kid. So I would get to the yeah. closer. She'd be like, Whoa. you know, and it would be back like the alarm is going off, kind of thing. Oh, so bad. And of course, her daughter was there. She's like, just do it. She's like, she does this every time. Just just go ahead and do it. I was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, don't worry about it. It's, it's I mean, have you, have you ever had anybody faint while you're doing it or anything like that? No, we, you do actually get some people, uh, you you know, you have to make them stay around, especially with flu shot season and stuff. You make them stay around for about 15 minutes mm. or you ask them to. You can't force people to mm-hmm. in case they get lightheaded from just just from injection site reactions or the actual just getting an immunization or injection. Any injection can sometimes do that. So you want people to sit around in case they get lightheaded or are about to faint or anything. I've never, I've, and like I said, I've given tens of thousands of flu shots and other uh, immunizations, but I've never actually had some. I've heard stories of people just kind of falling out and then, you you know, 
you got to call the EMS and stuff. And usually it's generally just nothing, just, you know, just a little bit of syncope, just, you know, uh, low blood pressure or just kind of just, just normal fainting stuff. Yeah. Um, luckily, nothing's ever been like a cardiac or anything to that extent. But, uh, sure. but yeah, sure. normally what happens is, you know, this was back when I worked at, at Kroger. So that's a, a food store, you know, a grocery store. Yeah. Uh, so people are, would come in there, you'd get your flu shot. And then they just want to, they just walk away and keep shopping. So they're like, oh, I'm just going to, I'll, I'll check back in with you. And then they just do their thing. I always take it as the law. Like I have to sit there for 15. I never, I never not do that. Because they oh, tell me, it's like, you want to hang law. around here for 15 minutes? And I'm like, okay, anything you say, you're the one, you know the stuff, you're in charge. <laughs> So I just stay there. I must be a sucker. Yeah, I'm me. I do the walking around. I'm like, uh, I'm going to walk around the store. And then I walk around the store for like five minutes, feel fine. And, walk and then you leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and generally, if something's going to happen, it's usually going to be pretty quick. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that it's going to happen. Have a reaction right to it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you have yeah. needle police laying standing around waiting to tackle you from leaving or whatever. So that's good. Uh, so that's tell us about this whole shingles next- thing, because shingles sounds like it sucks ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. so about a week and a half ago, uh, my arm started hurting. And, you know, I'm not 50 yet, but we're all of a certain age where you can walk into a room and pull a muscle. And you're like, oh, what What did I just do? You know, so I just thought I slept wrong and it kind of just my arm hurt and I couldn't pinpoint where it was. And then it just started feeling like uh, the best way I can describe it is either sunburn all over my arm without having a sunburn or... Uh, if anybody's had gout out there, it felt like gout in my arm. So gout is in your obviously in your toes, but it's one of those things that when you have a a real bad outbreak of gout, like even a sheet from your bed, it will will be excruciating pain. Right. That's how sensitive mm-hmm. your toes are. That's what my arm was like. It was just so sensitive. I, you know, I couldn't get comfortable at night. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So then uh, this weekend. Uh, I was I was hopping in the shower and Janice was like, "Did you get bit by something on your back?" And I was like, "No." So she said, "There's a, you know a couple of dots on there." Then later Sunday night, uh, it got a little bit bigger. So of course I called up our friendly neighborhood buddy. I, I called uh, I, I sent Jerry a, a oh, message. Sure. Over. Yeah. So I sent Tolbert a message and I was like, "So here's what's going on." I was like, "I think I know what this is, but I'm really hoping it's not. You know, at least it would be a good explanation." So then of course like like we get all the time. Uh, I, I got a. Uh, yeah, I'll have to text you guys my picture of this. So I sent Tag oh, Jerry. Scott already sent it to me. <laughs> yeah. no, this isn't him though. This is just a random. Oh, no, gotcha. Okay. Mine yeah. was nearly as bad as that. So okay. mine was just kind of like five or six little kind of spot areas, just a little bit raised, not quite. Nothing's crusted or, or oozing. That's kind of usually what happens. Kind of one of the last things, uh, and that's when you got to watch out for people because generally, even though everybody's got herpes, and that's what basically shingles is. So Jerry basically just said, "Yeah." You got textbook shingles, dude. I was like, oh, great. So I ended up getting some Valtrex, and I'm taking that. So hopefully it'll, everything will go away, and everyone have uh, – a lot of times after shingles, you'll get post-herpetic neuralgia, uh, which is just random pain, which just sucks. Yeah, that's uh, just probably the worst. what's already going on with my arm. So my arm, after about a day and a half of being on the Valtrex, is kind of getting a little bit better mm-hmm. as it is. So hopefully that's it. But like I was saying, uh, you know, everybody kind of already has, uh, you know, either – the herpes virus in you or different forms. And a lot of us, especially at a certain age, have had uh, chicken pox in the past. So it's basically there. But but the main thing that I want to kind of stress to to people, and, and I know that Wendy talks about this, and I know um, even Spag talks about this a bit, there's there's definitely a certain mindset or kind of a, I, I don't want to say like um, disease guilt, you know, in a way where mm-hmm. like when something happens, you kind of either blame yourself or you just get a little bit down because it's the first thing I think of is like, what the f did I do to get this or what did I what did I screw up or but sure. you, the truth is nothing. These things just happen. So yeah. and it's it's a very normal initial feeling for people. So I just want to remind everybody out there that gets things like this or something happens. Just 
talk to people or just just kind of remember it's not your fault right especially with you know with a lot of things and and even things that you maybe think that are your fault just 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 try to you know get yourself in a better mindset however you need to talk to somebody talk to your healthcare provider and things like that um because it does it does kind of get you down when little things like this happens yeah Um, if this happened to me if i woke up with like the picture i had had on our chat there for a second if something like that was on me, I would immediately blame these uh, kimchi dogs I've been eating for three days. That's what I would do. <laughs> and it would be wrong of me to do it. You know, those are fine. Yeah. It's not their right. fault. Uh, no. uh, it's it's something else. But yeah, this is so. OK, if you're over 50, get the vax. If you Absolutely. have had chicken pox, if you haven't had it, they won't give it to you. Uh, or I, I guess I guess they'll give it to you anyway, because how are you supposed to prove that you had chicken pox? I don't even know how you do that. Is there a record? Right. I think, um, God, it's been a while since I've actually given these. So I'm pretty sure you can still get them over 50, even if you haven't had. I mean, you can still get the shot, even if you haven't had it. Because a lot of times when you haven't had chicken pox, uh, you can either get chicken pox later and it's a lot worse than mm-hmm. when you're a kid. Or it can just go straight to shingles. Uh, a lot of times when you're older, just because of the, the way the virus activates. Um, Kim's, just, Kim's sister or one of her sisters it. had it in her face. Or Sarah, her sister Sarah had it in her face and under oh. under the dermis mm-hmm. or something. It was really yeah, bad. Yes, so you can get them a lot of times. I mean, it can be pretty bad. I mean, luckily mine's just uh, you know a little spot on my back that should should go away. Uh, a lot of times you can have very diffuse kind of the way the the way the nerves and what they call the dermatomes kind of work. It's like it can kind of really get in there and just kind of spread through, almost like you know how nerves look like they're all spider webby in the body. And so yeah. you can latch on to kind of one of those web, uh, you know, one of those nerve endings and just kind of break out in the whole thing. And sometimes you can get them under your skin. I mean, under your hairline, uh, in, the, in the skin under your hairline, sometimes around the eye. And it's generally what's interesting about it is it's usually confined to one side of the body as well. Yeah. Like my other arm doesn't hurt at all. And I don't have any other uh, symptoms anywhere else. It's just that my left arm and that kind of upper upper back is starting to just, you know, it's starting to get a little more sensitive, which means it's probably the spot didn't hurt at all, but it's a little more sensitive now. So it's probably peaking and, and getting ready to go away. And luckily my arm pain and yeah. and, uh, and, and the tingling is going away a bit. So sure. uh, hopefully I'm on the uh, on demand and hopefully I don't get any sort of, you know, and, and shingles is interesting because you can get it, you know, you can have these recurrences uh, yearly, every five years. I mean, you'd never know when it's going to come back. Like, hopefully it doesn't come back for another 10 years or whatever, uh, if it ever does. But, you know, a lot of times things like stress or other things. And of course, I've got uh, the Gamers for Cures charity event that I run every year is coming up on eleven uh, eleven on Saturday 11th. So mm. I'm in full charity mode. And that's probably the stress that probably yeah. the body oh, was, sure. you know, could things like that could happen. So once you get, so the vaccines though, the two phase vaccine, you get one and then go back two weeks and get the second one which just wrecked me, by the way. That was a rough second one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean I'm not supposed to ever get it? Or is there still, you can still get it? No, you can, any, like anything else, you can almost always still get anything you're vaccinated for, but it just makes the likelihood a lot less. And depending on the disease state, uh, you know, disease that you are vaccinated for and what you do get, a lot of times there are a lot less, uh, you know, the, the um, duration, the duration and the, uh, the peak of it right. uh, is a lot less. So, so like the severity, um, like you like with COVID or anything else, your severity gets cut way back if you. If exactly. Your back. severity is less. And that's the thing about, you know, even a flu shot. Um, and it's a lot of times if you do get the flu, it's going to be, you know, a few days less. Maybe it won't be as bad on you. Same thing with kind of now the way the the COVID vaccines are. It just helps your body to be a little bit prepared uh, and have some of those antibodies so that things will be a little bit less severe uh, for that. Nice. Now, I happen to know through a little bird that you found a Kickstarter uh, board game that you think 
uh, Ibit in particular, but me maybe so as well. So both of love. these games, I think yeah. Ibit would absolutely love. Yeah. And I, th- I think the the game itself, actually, both of these games, Scott, you would love too. We'll get somebody to teach them to you, but we would love them both. Um, <laughs> I love the I love the ongoing joke. Never stop. Always, always bring up my hatred of rules. I think it's great. I'm not well, complaining. Cardboard games. Yeah, I actually have the second one, but not this new iteration of it. Okay, so well, let's talk about the board game first. So this is kind of a re-implementation of Eldritch Horror, which is kind of, uh, it's like Arkham Horror uh, that they put out kind of an Eldritch Horror uh, version. It's like kind of a reskin, but a little bit different game. It's called Marvel Dagger, and it's kind of a a longer playing game, but it's a lot of fun because you're controlling heroes and you're kind of completing missions to go against one big bad. Like you may have Loki or Red Skull or Ultron in the base game. You got all them, and you kind of have side missions you're going on. You're going on your uh, hero-specific missions, and you're unlocking different things. So things like Eldritch Horror or Arkham Horror, you're getting items and things like that. So and here, instead of that, what you're doing in Marvel Daggers, you're unlocking kind of side, you know, either sidekicks or other items. Like you can unlock Mjolnir, uh, or you're unlocking, you know, Bucky and things like that, uh, depending on who you're playing. And then, uh, you know, after you're done playing, so all you're really doing is you're choosing actions. And that's the thing. So, Scott, when anybody explains to you, here's what you're doing, but you're just here's four actions you can do. That's yeah. the game, you know. Oh. And, and the person yeah. that's running the game is pretty much taking care of all the upkeep and stuff like that. So it's easy to teach. Sure. Uh, it is a little bit longer. Uh, I play it solo, and I, I played it once multiplayer. You play it solo, like kind of two handed, where you're controlling two different heroes. The thing that's amazing to me these days is a company like Fantasy Flight. The, the rulebook is, is kind of a mess. Like you would think that <laughs> so much testing would be done that. You would have questions, and then they would be like, oh, well, we need to address that. Like, I watched a playthrough that Fantasy Flight did, and I'm sitting there watching it going, boy, they're screwing up rules all over the place. Mm. You're you're in the company. (laughs) Oh, funny. Mm. I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, it's it'd be like... So wait, their own game, they're doing a video, they're doing a video of their own game and effing up the rules while they're playing it? Yes, I mean... So effing up the rules may be a little extreme, but just (laughs) forgetting little things, like just omitting little things. Hmm. So did you prefer the the um, watch it played uh, like the rule things that come from the vendors themselves, or I really as as saccharine as that guy is, I do really like the here's well, how you play the game. Play. Yeah, yeah. So Rodney's good. The I have to rotate who I watch the how to play. So Fantasy Flight, their particular how to play, not necessarily their playthroughs, their how to plays are very, very good. They're usually short and they're very concise and they, uh, and they, and they get an actor. He reminds me of, um, it might even be the same guy, the guy in Lord of the Rings who was the king that was like, uh, he kind of jumps off in the third one. Oh, king. The, the um, king kind of- yeah, uh, the guy from Oh shit! Yes, I knew uh, Theoden or uh, the- King Theoden. Uh, no, he's Theoden. he's the Rohan guy. Uh, the other king, the one that's eating the yes, eating the the, the cherry tomatoes all gross while what's his name sings. Yes, that king, right? The king from Fringe. <laughs> the king from Fringe. It's not Theoden. It's King. No, it's uh, Denethor. That's Denethor? it. Denethor. Is that's that it? it? Okay. Yes. 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 So it's I, it even sounds like him. It might even be him because I know they get some good actors to do it. So a lot of times they'll get him to narrate some of their oh, games, that's and he cool. does an excellent job. Uh, but and I do like Rodney, um, and I think we've mentioned this in the past. As much as I like Rodney, and I know him personally, he just puts me to sleep when I, mm. when I watch them. I, I know. And there's a watch it. Uh, he's watch it played. There's game rules. There's Paul Grogan. Uh, he's a he's a Brit, so it's a little easier for me to listen to him and not fall asleep. Uh, but there's a lot of different people. John gets games. There's a lot of different people that do really good rules. Uh, you know that rules play through. So I kind of rotate who yeah. I watch. 
just to just to keep it fresh and they all have different ways of ex describing the games and such uh but the game that i think uh, if you are a Marvel fan or if you are a Dice Throne fan, Dice Throne is an excellent game. Mm -hmm. It's a, kind of a two-player game where you're just basically chucking dice and attacking each other. Now, there's Marvel yeah. Dice Throne that had come out. I've got a couple of them. I got one that's got, I think it's got Doctor Strange and Thor and Loki. Yeah, the, uh, the so Kickstarter one had like 12 mini boxes in the big box, and it was like such That's a great so deal. Yeah. Mm. It's a it's a really fun game, and now they've got a Marvel Dice Throne that's going to be X Men because I know that uh, I know that's your weak spot, Brian. <laughs> I mean, Marvel is my weak spot, Dan. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, full stop. Although I feel like Spider Man might win out if you're doing like an X Men oh, v Spider Man. Yeah, but... like if it's if, right, you give me a, a a board game that is just Spider Man, I'll yeah. probably pick it up. Yeah, that makes and sense. It's surprisingly very few of those actually. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I know. Was, was uh, that one that had just had the hands of all of his villains? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's an actually a, a fun little co-op one. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what that one was. But yeah, I, that I one did pick that up because it looked really cool. And Tina, I have not played it yet, but I, I got to break that out and teach her how to play that one. Yes, that is a, a fun one and a good co-op game as well. Uh, sometimes it can get a little bit uh, deterministic where it's basically there's not a damn thing you can do to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because right. a lot of times the way the, your cards are coming out and the way the symbols are coming out, sometimes you can kind of get past that. But sometimes it's like you're just not going to, you know, I guess pandemic can be like that a little bit too, where if depending on how the shuffle is and like doesn't matter how good you are, you're oh, just not yeah. winning this one. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, this one also that's the, would you call that yeah. RNG or would you call that something else in this? In it is kind of RNG okay. in a way because it is the way it's the, the cards are shuffled mm. and, and stuff. And it's and it's pretty rare with something like Pandemic or when you start ratcheting up the the uh, difficulty or if you played Pandemic Legacy, just kind of sometimes how the legacy elements come out and how the cards come out. Uh, you're just you're just staring into defeat sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're still they're still totally fun games. Sure, uh, and it does similar thing here with they also are putting out Marvel missions. There's a co-op missions for the dice throwing, so it takes from where you're playing one on one to playing a co-op. And then the final thing they have in this Kickstarter is uh, Deadpool is also out uh, in this yeah. Kickstarter uh, as part of them. I'm not going to back this one just because I've got the the original is enough for me, but I do like all the things they added to this new one. I mean, there's so much stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. these figures yeah, I mean, are crazy. Cool. It's co-op. Yeah. yeah, look at that. I absolutely love co-op, and it was also a really good. So uh, I don't know if I think I, I don't know if I shared it with you guys. I did a really cool video of, of just kind of. I wouldn't say it's a really cool video. It's just me, but it's. So, I don't know how cool that can be. So <laughs> very cool, video, Dan. So cool. Yourself short. It's the coolest. Come on. Yeah, because I've been trying to do a little bit more video content for some board games, you know, overviews and and kind of uh, playthroughs and stuff like here and there. Uh, so I did a solo playthrough on one game and kind of some overviews, but I did do kind of an unboxing of Game Toppers. They just had another Kickstarter today. So if you guys ever thought we like to, uh, for lack of a better term, we like to kind of pimp out our games. Like when we get a game, you know, you, you can get better bits for it or you get better storage, just kind of stuff like that. Just makes your game experience. Sure. Uh, but something I've always wanted was kind of like a game topper or a better table with a play mat. So I got a Game Topper from Game Toppers LLC. They just have a Kickstarter today. So if you want to get on like better pricing and you can also, they've got some contests that so you can win some stuff, check out Game Toppers LLC. Uh, these, these table toppers or game toppers are amazing to play on. Like I didn't, you didn't realize how much you need this until you have one. 
and they're so much fun because the, the way the just kind of the way it transforms your table and they've got kind of uh cup holders there they even have a really cool thing that you can put on the side and it's a dice tower that kind of attaches to the table and it'll roll the dice into the table on is there that, uh, i did a, i got a 3d printed one who was that from was it omni no uh stage top is that the one you're that's not the one you're talking about though right no 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 this is uh this is game towers but i don't know who i don't know if they outsource kind of the way that the the i don't know if they make them themselves or if they outsource kind of the the dice tower things out hit you know they kind of yeah. click onto yeah. or or they just kind of attach there but oh the, no i mean uh, it's a whole table a whole 3d printed uh tabletop thing uh from stage. oh no no no, no. Yeah, this is yeah no this these game toppers are amazing they're they're heavy they are. like yeah. the box that came to my house was like 150 pounds jeez uh, oh but, wow but when you put it together when you put them together it's not that hard i mean like each side is a little bit heavy mm-hmm. but they go on just like a nice folding table or you can actually get uh legs for them as well that there's kits they sell that have legs and then a little support in the middle. But, uh, and then they have amazing play mats. So if you're just a play mat person, if you already have a really nice big table, they have some great play mats with some amazing artists that they just put out too, uh, because they've got uh, artists like Vincent Dutrait and and Ryan Lockett. These are great uh, artists uh, that, I think Quan Chai Moria even, even has a, a, a game mat with a play mat with them. Mm. So uh, this is just, these things are just awesome. I mean, I keep it set up in my, in my room, but they have even have things that when you take it apart, they even have, kind of you can put them into kind of like a, a bag and kind of store it so mm-hmm. like a protective bag uh storage bag that you can put in there too uh but they're just amazing and they they've got the newest thing that they've got on this kickstarter that i thought was really cool uh and scott you love this having a you know the grandkids there's there's these little like mini i think they're called young sherlock's where they basically are just these little table toppers like little game toppers that you put on like either a coffee table or if you get the legs they're basically their own coffee table and the kids can just play games or play with, uh, you know, Legos or blocks and, uh, or puzzles and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds right awesome. There. We do that stuff all the time. I would love to have one of those. Uh, let's see. <laughs> What's great is if you're playing, uh, you know, a marathon game of risk, you mm-hmm. can just lift that table topper off of your dining table, have dinner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Put that away for a little while. Then, when you're ready to keep playing, you just bring the tabletop around. Well, and, and, is, and, um, yeah. stuff like that is what's also cool is they have uh, inserts that you can be playing. Uh, I guess they're called inserts, but they're basically called inserts. But you can actually put uh, a table on top of oh, your, your game top right. is already recessed, so yeah. you can actually put something on top of there, eat dinner. Yes, yeah, Mark Spagnola right had one of those that he made, and it's just—it was just the coolest damn thing. I, you know, when he when he uh, when they moved back out uh, east, I was like, um, "You should leave that table. Just leave it here, buddy. Gonna, yeah, I'll find a good home for it. Ring with you, dude. I'll yeah, bet there's all kinds of stuff from fit that on the. I'll know. bet he's got like a whole warehouse full of stuff that would have been rad to leave. Oh, for sure. He already helped me build the 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 covercade the. Uh, Arcade cabinet that's all wood with the yeah. retrocade in there. I can't couldn't ask him to <laughs> do that, anything else for that me. That thing is really cool. Uh, nice. Well, yeah, uh, go you check can these out. See my unboxing video on that on that Kickstarter page too. My my the unboxing oh, really? I did on it. Oh, cool. And you can see how big how big the table is with another uh, with another game. What's your what's your uh, YouTube oh, channel? Is that where this is at? Yeah, it's just me. It's just Ampatrice. Just under Ampatrice. I'm gonna. Well, you, you are the worst salesman ever. I can't. You know, believe I really I'm giving. I'm not even gonna give you the good leads. I'm gonna give you the mediocre leads That's because right. to give you the good leads would be wasting them. So oh, here, I'm not getting a Glengarry lead. So yeah. I'll, 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 get, I'll give exactly it to you. It is Dan at Dan Patrice on YouTube. The way YouTube does their new at thing, so it's YouTube.com/slash at Dan Patrice. All right, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. I put up a lot of. So I put up some of DJ's videos there. So I mean, the reason why I keep it as my name is because. 
his uh, some of his kind of recruiting videos and stuff like that. I'll put some uh, highlights of him on there, but I also have uh, other playlists that are basically playthroughs or or unboxings or, or overviews as well. Yeah, and uh, here's here you are doing Fall of Lumen. Watching you yep. do it. That's also on Kickstarter now. Is it? Uh, if you want to check out Fall of Lumen, that's actually a lot of fun. If you like Lost Ruins of Arnak, uh, and this is kind of a fantasy themed, it has a lot of the same kind of mechanics where you're doing uh, some some card play and, and you're either getting resources from a card or getting an action from a card. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And if you like fantasy type themes uh, and you really like, because Lost Ruins of Arnak was one of the best games of the last few years. So using that kind of mechanism in there uh, is, is very, very Boy, cool. The that art on the is, box uh, is beautiful art. Holy crap. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super. And that brings that. up another thing we should talk about another day, Scott, because especially I'd love to get your take on, it's kind of AI art but the the designers of the game are artists so they right. kind of a lot of the art is their art but the ai helped them to finish there's a lot art. going so, on right now with that like some people here's so here's a use case that some people are using that i know they'll do foreground character normally you would have to have a complete composition of here's the character i've created and now i've got to put in all the elements in the background and have he's in an old tavern or or it's the background is an old city or whatever it is yeah. Um, and what they're doing instead is they finish their character art and then they tell AI, fill in the background with what I now I'm going to describe to you. And it saves oh, them hours and hours and hours a, and hours a of work. That's a good compromise, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad from a from a workflow perspective because I could see why a vastly underpaid artists would want to use this tool to hurry up and get a project done. And I, mm -hmm. think, I think there's some value in it. There's, it's controversial, of course. Mm -hmm, um, of course. But uh, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing. They're probably doing something similar here, is my guess, is they've, you know, they're yeah. creating characters, they're right. creating scenario art, and then they're saying, well, let's just fill in some of the gaps and some of the stuff that takes us an extra three weeks of production, we can do in five minutes. And technically, I'm still the artist and I'm also the prompter. I don't know. Right. It, there's they're a, not taking, they're not feeding your, they're not feeding Scott, uh, Scott Johnson's art into an AI generator and then generating uh, 50 card images from that. There's right. a big difference, I think. I think that's what a lot of, uh, that's that's where a lot of things work because you're not getting any sort of credit or any sort of money for this when somebody does something like that. Right, and they and, do and it and with their own like, art. It's like, okay, they're going to make a background based on the art. That's the other thing is it's using your art as a as a baseline so that it's consistent. There's that That to me is much closer to just a useful tool for an artist and not a cheap shortcut or a tracing mechanism or something like that i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of gray area right now with all this stuff um but as it continues to suss out i think this is one area we'll see it happen more and more i could see comic book artists for example who uh, are on a really tight deadline and they've got approval from dc or marvel to say look i've drawn spider-man having his fight but i do not have time to make new york <laughs> let the computer make new york in the style right. of my art, and I, and 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 I could see why that might be a thing that's that's more and more common. So, anyway, fascinating stuff. Uh, Dan, as always, the pleasure of having you here is uh, palpable. We can all feel it. Um, <laughs> oh, I love you. Guys. You feel it more hey, though, because you got a weird sensitive. You got a weird sensitive left arm, and so you're going to feel it a bit more oh, than us. But uh, ooh, yeah, yeah, it hurts. I hope it's you feel better though, dude. Oh, feel better, sucks. dude. Oh man, yeah. I appreciate it. You mind if I just give out the? If anybody wants to check out the charity, uh, www.gamersforcures.com. Check that out. 1111 is our event. There will be a link to where you can actually buy raffle tickets for the charity wall. But I also have a link if you just want to. 
donate. Uh, we're a 501c3. We're, we're fully tax deductible. Uh, we're, we're legit. So you can print out, if you go to the link to donate, you can print out a tax receipt for your taxes. Uh, sorry, guys. Just wanted to pimp out the No, give me the, yeah. what's the URL one more time? I'm going to put it in our notes. It's our ga- gamersforcures.com. Gamersforcures.com. I'm going to put the three W's in there because I just want to pretend like it's 1994. I'm going to do it. Uh, Dan, as always, uh, the pleasure's ours, and hopefully yours. Have a fantastic rest of your month, and we'll see you soon. Happy Halloween. See you guys. Bye now. <laughs> All right. We did it. Nice. I'm going to take my be real right now. It's, it's time to be real, everybody. Is Let's it time all be to real be real? Together. My notification has probably been hours already, and I barely done it today or yesterday, this week. Hold on. Let's see. When does mine happen? Should be now. Uh, oh, yeah. Be real. Yeah, it's time. It's two minutes left to capture my be real. I better do better it. Better hurry. Better hurry. I better do it. I'll do this picture of Brian and me and our little twitchy hoo-ha. And then I'll go. Yeah. And then I'll... Ooh, I look like a crazy old person. All right, Senate. We're done. You are a crazy old person. All done. All right. Uh, a quick thing Bobby's before we... Minecraft. Uh, Tom is image searching. Wow, that's great. Yeah, Tom out there getting his porn on, you know? That's right. Exactly. Um, all right. Here is a thing I wanted to mention. We got an email. This is a little while ago, and I meant to talk about it by now, and I haven't, so we're not going to do it. Uh, it's an email about Call Sheet. It's this new app that's oh, an alternative yeah. to IMDb. I haven't used this. Um, I haven't either, but it's pretty darn cool. I think it's iOS only, or is it a website also? Oh, is it... I downloaded the iOS version to check it out, and it's, uh, yeah, I like it. Let's see. Downloadable. Yeah, Call Sheet is, I don't think they've got, a, like, a web version, which is a little bit of a bummer because um, hmm. that would be nice. But uh, it is an app, and it's free. Uh, this is what they said. Say, hey, salsa and blue corn. <laughs> That sounds good. Blue corn chips? Yeah, mm. I know. I'm all over both of those things. Yeah, that sounds great. It says, after listening to you guys try to figure out what uh, films Michelle Williams starred in, I thought I should check out the iOS app, or I thought you should check out the iOS app, Call Sheet. It's made by a fellow podcaster, and it's super handy. Love the hobo, Russell from Chicago. Just a nice alternative, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, it's a uh, clean interface. Yeah, not full uh, of ads and stuff. Really, yeah, know? I like it. Yeah. Check it out, everybody. I don't know if it's on Android. I have no idea. Call sheet, all one word. Call sheet. Dan's charity. I got to write that down. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Big thanks, everybody, for joining us, for supporting us. Our patrons are amazing. Go on over there and do it today. If you haven't, patreon.com slash TMS. Never been a better time than now. And if not you, then who? And if not when, then now. Wait, if not now, then when? All right. Get in there. Ah. Pat- <laughs> patreon.com slash TMS. That is going to do it for today's show. Um, Brian, you have anything going on today you want to mention? Any? Uh, uh, did the uh, Millennium Falcon build yesterday? Live streamed it. You'll find it on uh, Coverville. You'll find it on YouTube.com slash Coverville. Um, working on the uh, the whole uh, tube that goes into the cockpit, too, of the Millennium Falcon. That whole area. Really cool stuff. And right now, the stuff they've given me, I could actually put the cockpit up on the camera with the camera facing out. And it'll look like like the Millennium Falcon is flying into my head. It's oh, cool. that's cool. I like that. Um, so uh, check that out there. I'm probably do. I don't know if I'll do anything today, but um, keep an eye on the channel for uh, painting and stuff like that. I got a got a Bruce Willis, got a John McClane model. I've got to paint, so maybe I'll do a little bit of that today. Ooh, John McClane. Is he inside the? Is he inside the vent, or is it something else? Nope, it's him standing up. It's almost like him at the very end 
without the taped gun on his back, but everything else is there. He's basically standing there with with two guns, and he's ready to go find uh, Hans Gruber. Oh, good. Barefoot, barefoot, uh, bloody feet because of the glass and. I think you showed me the this. Glass. I think you showed Shoot me the, the glass. <laughs> I think you showed me the model before. Now that I think yeah. about it, yeah, yep. that thing's awesome. It's, it's great. I hear he's not doing great though these days. I know, poor guy. It really bums me out. Like he's. It not. makes me sad when I watch him on Moonlighting and say, "Man, yeah. I, I hate what's happening to him right now." Yeah, not even verbal anymore. I don't think. Like, he's not oh talking. really? Yeah, <sighs> that sucks. That shouldn't be Bruce Willis, who's not verbal. He should be verbal. You know what I mean? He has things to say, and he should always say them. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Play a song. Let's go. What do we got? Some kind of cover. Okay. How about this one going out to Jay? Greetings, Stomp and Brighton. To commemorate my 41st trip around our star, the universe will stage an annual solar eclipse. This uh, goes back to a couple weekends ago. I can think of no more appropriate song for this pair of events than Black Hole Sun. Mm. I'm a big fan of Chris Cornell's version, his acoustic cover, but leave the selection to the covermeister. I'm fond of the program. Anyhow, signed, Jay. <laughs> I like that a lot. Fond of the program, anyhow. is close I'm to... fond uh, of the program, anyhow. Yeah, pretty close to the real thing, but far enough away that we enjoy it. Thank you so much. Exactly. Uh, going back, this is one I'm surprised I haven't played on the show before because it's from my favorite cover album of 2013, an album called Mockingbird by a singer named Kendra Morris. If you have not checked out Kendra Morris, she's got an incredible soul voice. Just amazing. And she does this great version right here of Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun. Here is Kendra Morris. All right. One fast thing before we go. I almost forgot. Yes. Um, you didn't tell me this guy was in Click, Click, Boom. Or, uh, yeah, Click, Click, Boom. Wait, Tick, Tick, Boom. I keep saying <laughs> Click. You didn't tell me. And so here's this clip. All right. I'll start. I'm lost. I don't know what the show is. Is it social oh. commentary? Is it science fiction? And the music is the same thing. Is, is it rock? Is it Broadway? Is it both? Is it neither? Steve, what did you think? Richard Kind in this movie uh, is a buried headline. I love him. The guy who spit, who spit on you. Yeah, yes. the guy who spit on me in high school when I was in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love him, though. I love him. Yeah, he is great. All right. Well, that's all I had to say about that. Here's your song. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.
the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.